can have right here backstage. Pass out laughing. Yes, sir. Here and backstage. Staying on topic with conversation. Make you think, hey, please don't be scared. Making a fuss. They jokes, partner. Please lighten up. Cause comedy's about making life funny, bruh. And if you're ready for the show now, follow me backstage. Cause it's about to go down. What's up, y'all? It's your man, Mr. Savoir Fair, D.L. Marshall, and welcome to this repass edition of D.L.'s Backstage Pass Conversation, the award-winning radio show that gives you the hottest music interviews, talk, and topics this side of heaven and all the funny you can handle. So, hey, we're going to get into this hot track, and then we have an interview for you with none other than the hilarious Mr. Marcus D. Wiley. So, Bam and I'll be back right after this. Get ready, because this interview is hilarious. You say you got plans for me, plans not for evil. You say you got plans for me, plans for a future and hope. Everything is working for my good, and I know. But I know my purpose getting in Christ. Where you go, I'll follow. Where you go, I'll follow. Lord, just take me Lord, there. I'll go and leave. Because I know that your peace is there. Yeah. Yes, I want it. And I need it. Yeah. I got to walk in my purpose. Yes, I want it. My purpose filled it with prosperity. You filled my heart with charity. Power a sound mind and clarity. See, I didn't get it at first. My heart was all sin. And now I'm walking with Christ. My heart is all in. Christ, my identity. I know where I'm going. And he ain't got to ask twice because I want it. Yes, I want it. And I need it. I got to walk in my purpose. Yes, I want it. And I need it. All right, y'all, welcome in. It's yours truly, the voice, Mr. Sad Wildfire, the D.L. Marshall. He is 
the bearded brown bomber of comedy, Mr. Bam Brown, and our special guest conversationalist on today, none other than the hilarious, y'all welcome him in, Mr. Marcus D. Wiley. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Absolutely, man, definitely. I'm I'm a proud uh, viewer of that, uh, <laughs> of that as well because, man, I, I remember you talking about it. And it's something about, man, when you do it grassroots and you see somebody's hustle and they yeah. hustle is kind of like cut off of what you trying to hustle and do. You see the yeah. brain child, you see the blood, sweat and tears, and then you see the reaping of the reward, man. Salute to you for trusting God, knowing your vision was going to be dope enough to make them laugh, man, and way to bust their guts, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, well received, man. And, and the views, I was looking, I watched it uh, today. Actually, okay. I, I've seen it when it first came out, but then I watched it again today. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You said, you said you didn't know how long it was going to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Bam. But, but, yeah, no, man. Every time, man, every time I watch it, it's like it's brand new. Oh, you know I mean? it's yeah. brand new, man. I, I dig it. it. But I, I mean, I, I told you that before, though, man. I, I dig you, though. You know what I'm saying? Just as as a as a human being, man. You just, I mean, just a brother. Yes, sir. Definitely. Thank you. Definitely. Welcome back once again to the most relatable podcast in the world. It is DL's Backstage Past Conversations, where we give you the dopest conversations with the dopest conversationalists. And today. Man, I, y'all both got me like I'm on volume. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, I'm I'm with two of the most laid back comedians in comedy today. I got the cool coming from Bam Brown. I got the cool coming from Marcus D. Wiley. Marcus, how is it that you just? It, it's it's like effortlessly, man. Just you tell your jokes, you hit your stride, you get your punchline. You know how some people be like, <laughs> you yeah. just, you hit them with the look <laughs> and then you come back into it. I know that's been you, but how long did it take for you to get comfortable being that you? Uh, I started doing comedy in 02. So maybe around, I'm going to say 08, where I probably settled into who I was going to be. Yeah. You know. Uh, no longer trying to find my, you know, my niche or am I going to be a, 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 what they call it, like a physical comedian or yeah. am I going to be, you know, energetic, wiry, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think it took me, because I tried all of it. I mean, you know, I think we all try to find how to do it. Mm-hmm. And then um, it came right back to just being me, you know, this, I mean, you know, so I think it took me about six years to to really be comfortable in, hey, Marcus D. Wiley is enough. And there you go. Yeah, there you go. And yeah. those who who feel me, feel me, and those who don't, don't, and it's cool, you know. I am not mad at them, you know. Some people I don't feel, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, so I can't get mad because somebody ain't feeling me, you know. There you go. Right. Yeah. And when you when you own that and own yourself and you look at it like that, I think that's when we all settle down and be comfortable with who we are. And when we go back and look at who our favorite comedians was, how we might have looked up to, they were relatable to us being themselves. And 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 I think that's how all three of us, watching all three of us 
do stand-up comedy, I see that all three of us have taken our personalities and say, huh, it is. And yeah. if you pick it up, hold on to it. If you don't, set it down, don't break it, but it yeah. is what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like every show, every show I try to come out and I start off hype. I'm like, hey, hey, but yeah. man, by the, the third minute, <laughs> I'm so cool and laid back, man, you know. I, I I tried every show, man. I'm like, yeah, this week I'm going out hard. I'm coming out. Yeah. Man, I'm chill all the time, man. That's just it. You definitely, know? man. Definitely. I could, I could if I was if I was trying to be hyper and energetic, I don't even think I'd, you know, they wouldn't receive me well. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be like, come on, man, you trying too hard. <laughs> <You know? laughs> definitely. Yeah. Hey, you know something that was dope too, Marcus, man. Um, I checked out you on Pierre's Panic Room, and okay. I I know how that was, and I know he was there to to interview Ali. But man, your personality kicked in. He had to talk to you. Yeah, he, you yeah. can you can see it transform. To he's yeah. like, okay, I'm I'm gonna get his homeboy real quick. But like I said, man, <laughs> you hit him with that Marcus D Wiley, and, and then and already, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and he had how was that man uh just even having that spotlight yeah let's just put it like this yo give me room for you how sure. was that seeing that aspect yeah um you know i did a show with pierre years ago he actually did a show it was a clean show uh -huh. i remember he was uh he was a little nervous he was like man i don't even know why they booked me for this uh you know <laughs> <laughs> and so uh we met then and then i think we did another one but as you as you know, uh, some people don't know, I, I travel uh, on my off weekends. I have an open invite to travel with my good friend, Ali Sadiq. So, yeah. in fact, just left Charlotte and got the comedy zone with him uh, this past weekend, just getting home today. Six soul I show. So, he really doing his thing. And so... Salute to both y'all, man. Yeah. Yeah. And so, he, uh, you know, man, he allowed me to get on stage in front of his audience. Yeah. And do my thing. Yeah. You know, uh, typically just a two-man show when we go out. I go up and do 25, 30, and then he come kill him with our, our 15, whatever he's going to do. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, uh, we have some great shows. And, um, you know, Pierre was there doing his thing. Yeah. And uh, he was like, man, what? Man, let me let me get you, man. You know, you know <laughs> he was there for Ali, but he, he didn't know I was going to be there. Right. And so he was like, man, you know, man, 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 let me get you. You know how he talking let me get you. That man. nervous energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and so uh, it was cool, you know, just cool connecting. So, you know, it was love. Yeah, definitely, man. And it, you can see it, man. And I say this, salute to Pierre. He's been doing it a long time. Um, Come on backstage, Pierre. The first <laughs> backstage, Pierre. Because I see you got Pierre's backstage pass, but <laughs> it started with DL's backstage pass, Pierre. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. hey, man, uh, whatever happened to uh, the designated driver? Man, bam, so many people have asked me, and, and I try to be honest as I can. <laughs> I started... The designated driver podcast when we were in the pandemic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So people maybe around 2012 was telling me, "Hey, you need to you need to do a podcast." Mm -hmm. But I was on the radio mm -hmm. at that time. Yeah. Syndicated. And I just really I didn't know what a podcast was. I never thought people would just sit up and listen to people talk. Like right. This was 
this was strange to me at that time. I'm saying right, right, time. right. And so I was just like, I always, I, I, I was like, I wouldn't listen. So I feel like nobody listened, <laughs> which is very stupid of me. <laughs> and uh, and so I just did it in the pandemic because I wasn't traveling. I said, mm-hmm. okay, well, let me let me take a crack at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. But it's a lot of work when you don't have a team. You know, you need to have, for me, I need to have, I don't want to be the brainchild every show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to yeah. come up with the content every show, with the top, you know, you need a team. Yeah. And, you know, and, and my wife was helping me. She was doing a great job with the uh, the technical side. Right. But I still was coming up with what we were going to talk about. The content. Yeah. The content. And then calling the people. Can you make it? Can you? Yeah. You know, so once the world opened up and I started back traveling, uh-huh. shut it down. Honey, turn me loose. Yeah. Man, shut it down. I ain't picked up that podcast equipment. It's all in the closet. It's yeah. the closet. <laughs> hey, but you, had, but you had four dope seasons, though. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I, I enjoyed it. I ain't act like I didn't like it. It's yeah. just, but once I got back on that road, yeah. man, I ain't had time. So do you think it's possible, Marcus, that you get you a couple of weekends off or get you a couple of days off that, you know how like sometimes people with podcasts, they release them within a week, but you maybe compile maybe about eight of them and then shoot them out like that? I mean, don't get me wrong. Anything's possible. Right? Yeah. It's, it's possible. It's just, do I really want to do it? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, that's my thing. Like, yeah. even with social media, like I was saying in the last thing, like, Bro, I don't, I don't, I, I know the benefits of it. I see how other people have come up using it. So I know it works, but man, do I want to do it though? That's, right. that's, that's just the yeah. thing. I get you know? it. I get yeah. it. Cause it'd be sometimes between radio and between the uh, MP4 aspect of it. I'm like, man, that take energy. But when you see it produced and finished, you like, yeah. oh yeah, I like yeah, for sure. I like for sure. Yeah, it's just like road work. It's just like being on the road. You know, once you fly in and you done got done with the drilling of telling the jokes, you like, man, I wish I was home. I hate I gotta go through TSA. Yeah. You know, and I wish, you know, but then until the next time. So yeah, I definitely mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We are backstage with the hilarious Marcus D. Wiley, yours truly the voice, Mr. Savoir Fair, DDL Marshall. He is Mr. Bam Brown. There you go. <laughs> He's sitting in some white folk living room that lives down the street yeah. from him. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, DL, I saw that living room. Mm-hmm. First thing I said, I said, man, Bam is, is really neat. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's nothing out of place in that living room. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, it's nothing out of place. And I noticed the blinds too, you know. Yeah. I, noticed, I know I have some blinds here, you know. Yeah. Yeah, my wife, I don't like curves, but she said, oh, some covering up the windows. The windows. They ain't going to just look in when they get ready to. Yeah. So when I looked over there at that window, I said, nah, bro, I ain't at home because he ain't got no curtains up there. <laughs> you know, we don't do that. We don't. Hey, man, who that out there? Yeah, you make sure you don't drop nothing in the white folk house, man, and you get up out of there. Yeah, they really? I, don't, I don't see no picture. Not a Martin Luther King. Jesus. <laughs> Not a Fork and Spoon. His mama Fork and Spoon. Nothing. There's no, no black Jesus. 
<laughs> nah, it's definitely Caucasian in this place, man. Hey, and you know they looking to pay us back from the Montgomery Month Madness yeah. that took place a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, hey, I told you they left the door open. This might be a setup. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so so Marcus, man, uh, we as comedians, we have a saying to say, man, com- uh, comedy content, jokes write themselves. For sure. Man, what was going through your mind? Please help us go through the mind of Marcus D. Wiley. When you saw a- August the 6th, jump off on your phone and social media man tell you the truth when i saw it you know i thought it was a social media skit. you know i thought it was uh-huh. that's that, that, what i thought at first like you know i ain't i ain't heavy on social media so i think everything on there is a joke for the most part <laughs> unless it's td jakes or some other pastor that i see i think i look at everything first like T.D. Jakes caught me when he was doing this little, little shimmy shimmy. I was like, wait a minute, somebody impersonating the bishop. <laughs> yeah, so, so when the man who worked there threw his hat up, yeah. I really thought it was, I thought they was, I thought they was playing. Like, yeah, too. you know, like, I was like, oh, yeah, this is a skit. So I didn't really pay, pay much attention. Uh-huh. And then when everybody started, you know, then I went back and looked at it. And so, you know, I, I think the only thing that I can, Coming on about it is, I saw some people saying that the black folk had went too far, and and I think you know, man, I, I'm so I get so tired of of the black folk uh, as it relates talking about we gone too far. Yes, sir. Hey, man, black folks saw one of their own being mistreated. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they came over to get one of their own back. There you go. Hey, I don't all other stuff. Should they have done it? Should hey, I don't know. I don't know what I, I don't know what I would have done that moment. Had I saw an elderly man getting jumped by a bunch of people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's right. But you all I'm dictate. saying is stop apologizing and please. Like all of a sudden, I, I, I was hearing commentary on it like. Like the folk that helped the man was wrong, right? And they said nothing about the people that was jumping that the man. Jumped him, right? Thank you. You know, and so I'm not here to go what's right, what's wrong. I'm just saying I just know. Hey, you see a brother when he's just doing his job, and he getting jumped, he getting whooped. Hey, we we did what we were supposed to do, and you can't justify one's means of escape however it is you got to get back to safety and freedom (laughs) then you got to do it now you said something marcus that i want to throw another question out at you um when you said you're tired of people apologizing on on the uh iheart and spotify show me and bam talked about this but i'm gonna throw this at you okay jamie fox hilarious comedic fraternity brother (laughs) man love him but I hated to see him apologize for what he said in the regards of when he said fake friends. And then he said, you know, they talked about Jesus. They turned on Jesus. So what do you expect? And I, like I said on the show, like I told Bam, that was no more than Jamie giving himself confidence and reassuring as to say, hey, bro, Jesus had fake friends. Get out your feelings, Jamie. You're going to have them, too. Then he turned around and apologized because they came at him with the anti-Semiticism. 
you know, you being anti-Semitic, talking about that. First of all, I don't understand how y'all pulled that from up under your hat or your seat cushion. But I, I don't know anything about this. So that I talk, you know, oh, I'm, wow. I'm, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about this Jamie Foxx situation. Well, like, like I said, he uh, he he took to social media, and uh, one of his friends, I guess, had done something. You know how our friends friends can fall out. Uh, teeth and tongue fall out every once in a while when when the tongue get bit, but uh, they have, they have fallen out, and so Jamie had went to social media and said, "Wow, fake friends, fake family." But Jesus had a fake friend too, so what do you expect you not to have it? So he was yeah. basically just saying, if Jesus had a Judas, Jamie, why don't you expect you to have it? And there went the world. Oh, that's an anti-Semitic comment. Oh, and and who? And he broke down, gave in, and said, "I apologize if I offended." That's what I'm tired of. Now, Judas, let me just make sure my Bible is legit. Um, <laughs> Judas is the one who betrayed Jesus. Correct. Correct. Yeah, and you know what, man? I had a pastor years ago. Named Dr. Rudy Rasmus. What's happening, Rudy Rasmus? Oh, that's the pastor name, Rudy Rasmus. Rudy Rasmus, yeah. Okay. And he preached this sermon about not being remembered by your bad day, by like a one of your worst days. Mm -hmm. In his sermon, he was basically saying, you know, we 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 paint Judas like Judas is a horrible person. Mm -hmm. Watch this. But maybe he just had a bad day, bro. I mean, they had, you know, he 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 wanted some bread. They, yeah, he, know, he sure needed some money. They, they walking around here doing all this healing. They walking. They yeah. I, hey man, I can try to get some bread, bro. Yeah. You ain't taking no money. You don't want nothing for the journey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm down with you, but hey. You know, I need some new sandals. I need some new sandals. I, I, I want some stuff. <laughs> and so he made a bad decision, you know, and what happened to him happened to him. But yeah, you know, we just be back like, like they just because you ain't been remembered by your bad day. Right, right. <laughs> you know, the man just, he just, but anyway, but yeah, I, man, I don't know, man. They, wow. I don't know. Well, well, man, let's. Uh, I, I've been itching to get to it because uh, I may need some good advice, man. <laughs> you know, the last time we talked, uh, don't do it, don't do it, man, don't do it. <laughs> We've come a mighty long we way. We have, we have, brother. Because the last time we talked, I believe I had a cast on my hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look yeah. at God. Yeah. Look at God. Hey, ah. yeah. yeah. So I am cast free, you know, <laughs> and and. Uh, <laughs> And still have my wedding ring on, you know. Oh, come so on. You know, God is in the blessing business. Let the sun shine in, I wanna feel the 
the rays on my skin And the breeze from the wind blew every now and then I like to see the grins on the faces of my next of kin And my ace boom coons that I call my best of friends When there's so much tragedy and agony in this world of sin It won't be long before we lose another loved one again It's hard enough living, surviving, just trying to blend in We went for we shall overcome the racism against our skin To genocide and homicide against our own black men We've been tossed in the fire and stuck in the lion's den No weapon formed against me shall prosper in the end We got God on our side so you know the devil won't win But you're gonna go through trials and tribulations Watch out for them demons You gotta keep your faith The afterlife should be the reason When the devil tickets your ear Let the angels appear Behind that cloud silver lining Is the sun coming up clear y'all this your girl nini and guess what i'm locked in backstage with dl and bam and the hottest music talk and topics on this side of heaven all the funny you can handle on dl's backstage past conversation yes yes now let me get to this uh you know i, I didn't followed you for a long time 
I think you 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 hella funny. Thank you. But now, but now I follow Marcus Wiley for the marital wisdom. Uh oh. Right? Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. So getting into um the new tour, you know, uh what is it? Marriage marriage is a major surgery. Marriage is major surgery. First of all, before I even ask the question, what explain explain that that title? Oh yeah. So, uh, once again, I went to the Bible. Amen. And uh, you know, a lot of people think when God joined man and woman together, it was like a wedding, mm. but it really was a surgery. Yep. Mm. Because Bible says. <laughs> That he you put Adam to sleep, read, which lets me know is major surgery because anytime you need anesthesia, read mm-hmm. is is major. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Anytime they gotta get your propofol, you know, and all that stuff to knock you out. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, that's, that's a major surgery. Yeah. You know? And so uh, you know, and I'm just kind of taking it, you know, playing off of it because he named, he spoke everything else, mm-hmm. but he didn't speak this. Wow. He didn't surgically do this. Yeah. And so, you know, with this particular piece I'm doing, I'm just trying to make sure folk eyes are open mm-hmm. when they in a marriage. Yes, sir. Because we fooled by the wedding. Mm-hmm. The bridal shower and the bachelor mm-hmm. party. And I mean, you know, we fool by all the glitz and the glamour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But marriage is surgical. It hurts. Yeah. I mean, bam, cash your cares. <laughs> 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 On the lawn. Yes. It's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah marriage. And, and so, because what you're trying to do, you're trying to get two minds to think like one. Right. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's surgical. Yeah, trying to get four hands to work like two. Yeah, man. And so <laughs> you should expect a lot of what people get. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. should. I mean, we should expect some drama and expect some, you know, hard times and you know, so forth and so on. I mean, all that. That's not that the when people are like, oh, marriage ain't what I thought it was gonna be. You ain't what you thought you was gonna be. Exactly. I mean, you know, when you if when you really look, you ain't what you thought. So exactly. you know. So it's just a lot. It's just uh so I'm just kind of using me and my wife's story. Mm-hmm. And then of course my perspective mm. on things. Okay. You know, okay. I'm not I'm not a uh I'm not a certified counselor. Uh-huh. Uh, this is not a book. I ain't writing no book. I don't want to be. I'm not the guru because all them internet gurus, something always go wrong for them. Don't it? It Don't always it. go bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. and, and that's another thing. I, I just wrote this bit about, you know, my marriage is a marriage, is not a brand. Mm, okay. Because I know we're in the we're in this brand world now. Mm. Brand, brand, brand. We're a brand. We're a brand. Yep. yep. But my marriage ain't a brand. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. But when you use your marriage as a brand, mm-hmm. well, now you open it up to, you Treat know, me. whatever you get. Yeah. Yeah, boy. <laughs> so when y'all writing books, you know, 
letting the world know, hey, look at our this our brand. Yeah. And now shows. Now when things don't go well, mm-hmm. don't go back to the people talking about respect our privacy. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, Brand, brands are not private. That's, that's right. right. So go yeah. ahead, get on Gail King and tell yeah. everybody what you yeah. did. Your brand's mm-hmm. not private. I mean, we bought all your books. Mm-hmm. You was telling us how to do it. <laughs> and now y'all fell apart and you want us to respect your privacy now. Yep. Now, now, yep. I'm invested in you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. tell me what happened. And so, yeah, so I, that's why, no, no, I ain't no brand. Mm-hmm. Got a marriage. So, in case something goes <laughs> wrong, respect my privacy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, Marcus, that's a good point when you said I'm invested. So, uh, responsibility would say, if you fed me all this advice that you said made y'all be where y'all are, yeah. but y'all really wasn't where y'all portrayed to be, yeah. you owe me to tell me how to navigate through what you're going through so I can avoid that pitfall. So that's dope. That's For dope. Sure. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, don't get out the right mood now. You've been in the right mood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you've you been in a in a I know everything mood. That's right. it. You know? So now, now you want to be you want to be out. There you go. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, now I told you we got the dopest conversations with the dopest conversation list. We've got the hilarious Marcus D. Wiley with us backstage on tonight. We're talking his new comedy tour, Marriage is Major Surgery. And uh, he took us down a trip to start it with an extraction. And that's that bone called the rib. And you know, it's amazing how so many husbands have to put ribs on the grill. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, as Bam has casted all his cares, Amen. Hard, and now mm-hmm. he's working with the right hand of fellowship. Uh, <laughs> we are we are backstage, and so Marcus, uh, when is it going to? How long is this tour going to run? So last year I tried to do fifty dates. I did fifty two. This year I didn't go in. I didn't go into it with. Um, a number per se. Uh-huh. Uh but I want to get as many as possible. Of yes, course. sir. But yes, sir. I, I didn't put a number on it. I think right now I'm somewhere at about 15, 16, 17 days. Uh and then it it you know, others still getting they they dates in and stuff like, like that. Getting the budgets together. Yeah, getting everything together, you yeah. know, trying to do it by September 1st. But September the first is the first date. I'm in New Orleans. Um Yes, sir. Then I leave there and go to Detroit, and I leave there and go to Columbia, South Carolina. So the first weekend is is booked, which mm-hmm. is uh, always a good start. And then, you know, we just go. We keep it going. Definitely. Praying nothing but success again for you. Once again, if you are a fan of Marcus D. Wiley, if this is the first time he's ever come across your screen, hey, don't make it the last time. He had a successful run uh with last year now this year he's got another comedy special coming and i was looking at the fact that when you say you have off dates you go out with ollie man y'all fit each other so well that it reminds me of me and bam to where those puzzle pieces they connect they coincide your lane is your lane his lane and his lane but together, the combustion is crazy, man. Was there something that would just automatically always has been, or did that just formulate? It formulated. I mean, you know, Ali probably one of the best to do it. Um, you know, P 
period, but definitely in my eyes, mm -hmm. uh, he is a storyteller, so storytelling extraordinaire. Yes, sir. And, um, you know, so he has such a passion for it. So when you're with him, not that you're competing, but you definitely won't, it, it, it raises the bar, though. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it, yeah. It raises the bar. And and I think we both, um, you know, kind of fuel one another. You know, we we go walking, jogging, whatever we work, try to work out at least three, four times a week. And yeah, we run material, you know, we talk material yeah. with each other, you know. And so, yeah, it, it's, it, it's been good for me because, like I said, I feel like I'm rocking with the best. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and that can only make me better. Yeah, and the audience is getting the best of both worlds too. They're getting the spiritual side, and they're getting the street yeah. side. Yeah, he's yeah, going up too. He, <laughs> he—that's he, what he like. He like—he like me to come out and do this thirty minutes of clean, <laughs> and then he's gonna come out here now and just yeah, and just talk crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he like—he he, he think it's the greatest setup ever. Right, yes, sir, man. Yes, yes sir. Yeah. That's that's a jab. Got you days, and next thing you know, here come that hook or that right cross, boy, and you up on your back. Yeah, I man, what I like about that, I see a lot in y'all relationship. What I see with Bam and myself, and when you said that um, y'all bring heat towards each other, man, like I tell Bam, it's a couple of times. Like I get a routine, and uh, I'm in that rocking chair a lot of times, kind of in the middle, or either if I go after Bam, man, I'm I do my routine, and then I come to the to the uh it, to backstage where I could check him out in the wing. Yeah. And um man, I'm looking at this dude start cooking. And yeah. I'm like, man, this sap sucker right here. Let me go back and redo you like in baseball, all those baseball players realize you strike out a couple of times, you bury your bat in the dirt and then you research. Man, I see him get up there cooking. I'm like, man, Lord, I know you're going to give me favor, but let me go get a double portion. <laughs> I love it, though. I love it. I love it. I love it, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's dope. It's yeah. dope, man. But I learned it from 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 them, you know what I mean? Because uh, I was always new. I think, what did I start in uh, 2018? Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, DL uh, and our other brother, they was already in it, you know what I mean? And so I was just watching. I knew I was funny, but I didn't really know stand-up. Gotcha. And uh, so they gave me the game, man. And so my first couple, like maybe three shows, man, I, I didn't – I never bombed, but um, I just wasn't comfortable. Yeah. And so after I found my lane, as you was talking about earlier, um, it, I mean, I, I, I don't want to toot my own horn or nothing. I mean, Go ahead and toot it. I do wear this line chain for a reason because I am a beast. <laughs> Yeah, hey, it'd be some it'd be some nights, man, where I didn't murder them and yeah. I'm like, I want to see what these cats got after me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't already wore the crowd out, you know what yeah. I mean? But uh but I love that competitiveness in us, you know what I mean? Like I mean, we're not going at each other. All right, right. But it's I'm my energy. raising the bar. Yeah, raising the bar. They gotta match my energy now because I didn't already kicked it off. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so man, I love it. Yeah, and, and I love it too, cause like if you gonna call yourself gonna be the closer, yeah. uh, you 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 better have some strong hands, cause this window, it, it, you know how when window panes swell up when that heat yeah. hit to it, yeah, yeah. you you better. So, uh, we were at the gym theater, 
and uh, Bam tried out a new joke, and this Joker man had on a spank. And I'm just gonna leave it right there. Y'all want to see the rest of it? Y'all come out and see the gentleman. The guy. He put a spank on, and I heard a roar of laughter come from ladies, <laughs> bruh, bark that I hadn't heard. And I said, "All right, I got you. I yeah. got you." I went right back there. I said, "Okay, Lord, here we go. He won't come out. He want to play dirty. Show me that thing. Speak it up out the, the, the big fish's mouth." And man, when I came out, I came out with a a mindset to like, okay, y'all want to laugh at him harder than you laugh at, at, at us? No, I don't think so. I, it was like a, a jealous boyfriend seeing his girl make Google eyes at somebody else. Yeah, it's, hey, it's bad when you got to go to the Lord on him. On <laughs> Lord, make me funnier than him tonight. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, he almost made me cuss. I was like, Lord, this mother father right here. And I <laughs> <up there." laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, yes, man. Yeah. yeah. So, when cultivating your 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 content for or the bits for uh, this marriage is major surgery tour, uh, I heard you on uh, the Ghetto Boys. Shout out to Willie D, uh, the Ghetto Boys Uncut, and um, I saw that, and he asked you a question, and, and when we were backstage intended. You said, "Now, don't misquote me. Don't misquote me." But I was going off of what he said about the clip that he put up, "Holy yeah. and Horny," yeah. and I was like, "What?" <laughs> so I said, "Let me see how Marcus gets out of the chains, the straitjacket, and the, and the tank underwater as Houdini with this one." So tell us, do you do? Can you be horny and holy, or do you have to be horny or holy? No, you can be both. Definitely. Okay. Uh, a lot of people are both. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, for context purposes, the, um, you know, uh, holy, when you look it up, is seeking sexual gratification. That's when you're horny. I mean, I'm sorry, horny. Yeah. Uh, horny. It's, it's, you know, about you, may, you made all the mothers fall out. Oh, <laughs> Lord, I've been a freak all my days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're horny, you're seeking sexual gratification. Yeah. In the context I was using it in, I just seeking blank gratification, right? Just gotcha. blank. Because people in church, they are horny or seeking job, money, mm-hmm. companionship, mm-hmm. you know, uh, peace, uh, you know, just whatever. They, 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 they. And but I do know that when you're horny, you don't hear straight. Definitely. You know, yeah, you don't hear straight. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're hearing this because you're just trying to. You just want to hear all systems to go. One track mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, um, and so overall, when I did that that project back in the day, man, maybe like oh six, oh seven. Okay. Yeah, Willie was pulling some old, some old stuff out. Okay. Uh, but um, yeah, I was just, I was just saying, you know, what you got to do is, is uh, when you're horny, you got to learn how to wait, you know. And now this is the message part of it, you know. You got to learn how to wait. Then I go into these jokes about, you know, what waiting did for me, and you know, right. blah, blah 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 blah. But yeah, so but yeah, but most people in church, man, that's why the altars 
it, it, the altar call is packed. It's um, full. They're not going down there praying for other people. Never. Right. Uh, they going down there. Help me, Lord. <laughs> it's it's me, Lord. Jesus. It's me. <laughs> yeah. And then it's me to prayer. Yeah, it's me. And so, um, yeah, man, just, you know, people got to learn how to wait, you know, and, and of course, wait is a, is a, you know, is a play on where it's a double meaning. Mm-hmm. You know, it's waiting as in don't do nothing stupid. A lot of our good brothers behind bars right now. Yeah. Just because they couldn't wait. Couldn't wait. I mean, you know, just could, couldn't wait it out, mm-hmm. you know, and whatnot. People make a lot of bad decisions, you know, because just yeah. couldn't wait. But then the other thing is waiting like a server. Yeah. You know, gotcha. You know, serving. So it's like you waiting and waiting. Serving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, yeah. So that was like the message behind it. But if you like a real starch Christian, you once you heard the title, you turned off. You turned off. Oh, yeah. And you know, and, and that's kind of I kind of like it like that too, though. Definitely. Yeah. And yeah. most of the ones that get turned off like that, Mark has got a house full of babies anyway. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that. How do you like your love serve? Yep, we're right here. We're talking with the hilarious, the funny, the wise Marcus D. Wiley, Bam Brown, my co-host, yeah. my comedy comrade, yours truly the voice, Mr. Sadwafair, the DL Marshall. We're talking the new comedy tour marriage is major surgery with marcus d wiley yeah. and, and when you said marcus that uh horny is seeking sexual gratification and then there are some that are are coming in horny for the lord to touch their 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 tangibles and and for jobs and this and that and all this yeah i'm 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 playing on words for real but there are a whole lot of y'all sanctimonious folks that watch this right now that is say but you're horny horny not horny for no car not horny for no job you horny horny like like well booty warrior Horny, like yeah. booty is you seeking booty more than you seeking water, like. Uh, oh my sure. god! Yeah, sure. and, and and in these days and times, there are churches that are actually seeking that type of gratification, and uh, so yeah, we have to make sure that we wait mm-hmm. as we wait. That's true. <laughs> Definitely, definitely, definitely. So let's do this. Let me navigate myself out of trouble, and then we'll we'll let you fasten and button this thing up. We're gonna get into a uh, comedy set. I'm gonna take you back a while, Marcus, and you tell me how long we come back. You think this is? But I like that jacket, brother. Uh, yeah, that you're about to see. This Marcus D. Wiley stand up. We'll be back backstage after this. Back. But let me get into it, y'all. Uh, got a lot tonight, you know. Uh, hopefully these jokes tonight going to bless some of you. Um, yeah, I'm a church boy. Most of you already know that. I'm a church kid and uh, grew up all my life in church. And when I start reflecting back on church, I realize lying, I don't say it started in church. <laughs> but they promote lying. Yeah, in church, because, see, I grew up in, in, in a household where my father, he was a pastor, so my dad, he would just call me on stage. He would just say something like, say, Mark, uh, come up here and pray. I'd be like, hey, cud, that's what they pay you for. Uh, 
I mean, why you, you know, why you got me praying? You know what I'm saying? Or my dad, he would say, hey, Mark, the organist ain't here. Get on the organ. I'd be like, I don't know how to play. Get on the organ. He think the spirit going to show up. Just Ain't no work like that, cuz. Right? But my father would always tell me stuff like, say, oh, Mark, come sing your daddy a song. My dad was big on that. Man, come sing me a song. So from elementary, middle school, high school, I would sing every time my dad would call me up to sing. Now listen, nobody in that church ever told me, you can't sing. Liars. Nobody never said, this ain't your ministry. <laughs> this ain't your gift. So I'm singing. Now, mind you, because folk never told me I couldn't sing, imagine my ego. <laughs> imagine how cocky I was when I got on that mic. Well, I graduated and went to college. When I got to college, I started hanging around with people who don't go to church. <laughs> Translation, people who tell the truth. <laughs> So I'm out one night with my boy Jay Sharp. His name is Johnny Sharp. We call him Jay Sharp. I'm out with Jay Sharp. We having a good time. Get in late. Woke up Sunday morning. I was broke. I said, man, I need some bread. The spirit hit me and said, go to your daddy church. <laughs> you know, I woke up. I got the mat out of my eye. You know, it was hard waking up because back then I was living the prodigal life. You got to read your Bible to catch some of these. You got to read to catch some of these jokes. Uh, on your downtime, just read it every now and then. Uh, but I told Jay, I said, Jay, come with me to my daddy church, man. So uh, try to give me some bread, bro. So he come to church with me. We sit in the back. My daddy get finished preaching. My daddy was like, man, my son here. Mark, he in college, man, doing a good job. I'm so proud of him. Come sing daddy a song. <laughs> so I was like, no, nah, cuz, I ain't come here for that. I'm just trying to get $20. Uh, then the spirit hit me again and said, hey, if you sing, you're going to get more money. That's why you should listen to the spirit. So I got up there. Mind you, I've been singing here all my life. I grabbed that mic. All I did was point at the organist. He already know. He already know my jam. Right? I used to sing this solo by a dude named Douglas Miller. He was singing, he had this song called Souls Been Anchored. Y'all know it? I want to show you how I was singing. Now listen, don't listen to me. Look at me. Because the Lord gave me all type of gifts as it relates to charisma, poise, gestures, facial expressions. I got all that down. I got everything but the voice. So I want to show you how I was doing it, but look at me. Don't listen to me. So I point at the organ and see me, boom, I get up there. Though the storm keep on raging in my life. 
And sometimes it's hard to tell the night from day. Boom, 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 boom. I mean, a church just. They gonna encourage the lie. So I tear the church up, folk running, shouting, all this type of stuff. I walk off that stage, go sit down next to Jay Sharp. Jay looked at me and said, man, I got to give you your props to know you can't see. And still get up there. And because I never heard the truth before, I thought he was hating. Say something else. 
Sad warfare is everywhere, as you can see. It's a dang DL moment, but we want to let you know right now that while you're in between uh, catching flights, go to our friends over at Low Cost Airline 1 800 507 3777. And you can go everywhere like Mr. Sad Warfare. Tell them DL sent you once again. Tell them you heard it backstage. Low Cost Airlines 1 800 507 3777. Hey, look here, I'm about to go catch this flight because you know how they get when they shut that door, they don't want to let you into aircraft. But again, you want to take a flight? You want to be everywhere like Sad Warfare? Tell them DL sent you. Call over. Low-cost airlines, 1-800-507-3777. Yeah, all right, man. I'm on my way. Hey, what's up? This is Angel, and I'm locked in backstage with DL and Bam and the hottest music, talk, and topics this side of heaven, along with all the funny you can handle on DL's Backstage Pass Conversations. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a hilarious bit. Lion starts in church by the funny Marcus T. Wiley. Man, that is hilarious. That's why you are engaging and entertaining. Guys, y'all that just watched that, man, y'all go out there and get them tickets for the marriage. It's major surgery tour, man. <laughs> what year do you think that was, Marcus? Oh, I know exactly what year that was. Okay. <laughs> That was 2016. All right. Yeah. yeah. That was 2016. Uh, I remember that year because I, um, that's the year we got let go from the, uh, from the, from the morning. <laughs> and I recorded that at this church called One Community Church in Plano, Texas, right outside of Dallas. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was, that was, that was cool. Uh, yeah, definitely was, man. Definitely, they was, they was rocking with you. Hey, man, uh, man. all the shows. The, uh, go ahead, D. I'm just gonna say he can look behind me and tell why I like that jacket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, all the shows that you've done, man, and the the ones that I've seen, it was predominantly black people. Do you do mixed crowds, and how do they perceive you? Is it a difference in? in um, in laughter is do they get it <laughs> yeah they get it uh so it's, it's always so if i do like a uh, majority white crowd or something like that mm -hmm. i mean i do well but of course their laugh is different from our laugh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just different yeah um you know they are um, they they are i'm gonna say they listen i mean they they listen they yeah. detail listen. Yeah. You know, they they doing that. But I remember quick story when I first started uh doing comedy or whatever, and then when I first got around doing predominantly white church or crowd, mm -hmm. I used to get real nervous because I'd be like, man, I talk with a lot of slang and 
I don't know if they gonna get it and yada yada. And I remember I was doing this big show for this uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was white and uh, very few black people was there. And I was in the restroom. I'm nervous. And this black man came in there. I'm 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 using the restroom. Me in the stall next to him. He he uh the urinals on the wall though. He he gonna look over me and say, Hey man. You funny, but I want to see how high, I want to see how funny you're going to be funny white folk. Thanks so much for listening to us today. And if you want to catch this interview in its entirety and more just like it, then join us on our YouTube page where you can see what you just heard at channel I70MMBE. That's channel I70 Marsh Media Backstage Entertainment. Till the next time, man. Thank y'all for listening. Alright, that's going to do it for this episode of the Repass edition of DL's Backstage Pass Conversations. Hey, on behalf of myself, Mr. Sad Warfare, the DL Marshall, Bam Brown, the Brown Bomber of Comedy, and Marcus D. Wiley, thank you. We pray that you've enjoyed this interview with Marcus, myself, and Bam. But guess what? We got to get out of here. So remember, the gospel of Jesus Christ is contagious. Catch it. All that you do, do it godly. And if it be God's will, we'll catch you backstage. Repass next time. Be blessed. <laughs> <laughs> on DL's Backstage Pass radio show.